Hey, and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. Today we have a clip from the first volume of Regenerate, our popular new series on Brilliant TV. Graham delivers a message in each of these that is meant to be unpacked and processed with God over the course of a month, and which includes a crafted prayer, a prophetic word, a list of scripture promises to use, and an activation assignment. It's the full deal, wrapped up in one awesome package. The full segment of this volume of Regenerate and the rest of the Regenerate series can be found on BrilliantTV.com. The title of this particular message is, In Christ We Are Bound to the Nature of God. A few key takeaways you'll encounter from the podcast today to meditate on and explore with the Lord in the days ahead. In Jesus, you are yoked to the unchanging beauty of how God really sees you in His Son. Your mind by itself will never be able to upgrade the heart, but rather, truth lived in your heart upgrades the mind. Heart always has precedence over mind because your heart is the inner man of the spirit. God impacts your heart first and that creates an expectation in your mind. And God's nature, who he really is and what he's actually like, beloved, must become our inner kingdom. This becomes our sacred secret place where we're always covered, always secure, always ready for any part of life because he is steadfast in his nature. He is that safe, consistent place, our refuge where we're rooted and secure always. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Regenerate 2021. This first episode is called In Christ, we are bound to the nature of God. The important thing is to listen with your heart to the voice and the tone of God's heart towards you. Everything in Regenerate can be studied over this next month as part of your devotional encounter and experience with the three. You know if you've been around BTV for any length of time, that every series contains brilliant perspectives designed to have a powerful impact on how we see, think, speak, and act. And the Holy Spirit provides the impulse of how the real truth about our new man in Christ and how it can resonate through every life situation. We call the entrance to BTV impact because we're looking for the impact of God's empowering presence that will always have a massive influence on our real identity in the kingdom. Part of your renewal in thinking and trusting is to ponder these words at the start of each day. In Jesus, you are yoked to the unchanging beauty of how God sees you in his Son. Okay, time out. Let me say that again. In Jesus, you are yoked to the unchanging beauty of how God sees you in his Son. Isn't that gorgeous? Never ever start a new day 
with a negative thought or emotion. Instead, pick a truth and start your day with it. So I adore Lamentations 3, 21 to 24, because it begins and ends in hope, which translates as expectation. It says this, This I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never ceases, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him. Isn't that great? It's important to establish a context for how you approach the God of life, love, and laughter. Scriptural context is the parts of a passage or a particular verse which precede and also follow a particular line of thought. And that thought is designed to create a very specific focus. Because it's focus that upgrades trust and rejoicing. Scripture puts you in the same creative space as the Father so that he can work on you with joy. Context then empowers our heart to become joyfully fixed on God's nature in himself. So like David, you know, in the midst of extreme persecution from Saul, he wrote Psalm 57 in the wilderness. And the beating heart of this psalm is the effect that God's nature had on David that made him shout for joy. My heart is fixed, O oh God. My heart is fixed. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises. Psalm 57, verse 7. Our mind also can become set on God, which will release a flow of thinking that's actually built on thanksgiving. So what am I saying? Truth lived in the heart can renew the mind, but it doesn't work in the opposite way. The heart by itself will never, the, the, the mind by itself will never be able to upgrade the heart. So, truth lived in the heart can renew the mind, providing us with the only way to think about who God is for me and therefore who I am in Him. And the word therefore in Scripture means for that reason. So it'll say something, and then it'll say, for that reason, this is what we're doing. What it means is, as a result of this scripture, this promise, this prophecy, something powerful can now occur in you, for you, and around you, as you joyfully trust in God's word. So in Lamentations 3, the word therefore actually bookends 
the verses 21 and 24. In verse 21 it says, This I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. So the key thought here is, heart always has precedence over the mind. The heart is the inner man, which is where God dwells within us, so that we become one with how he sees and feels about us. So let's pause there for a moment. It is so important in your relationship with God that you know how he sees you and you know how he feels about you. That you feel his joy, you feel his love, you feel his pleasure, you feel his delight in Jesus in you and his delight in you in Jesus. What am I saying? You can't get away from delight. And it's that that upgrades our thinking process in Christ. So whenever you access the mind of Christ or operate from a renewed mind, it is because you have had your heart impacted by his nature and it has created an expectation in your mind. <laughs> We're always defined by the intentions of God. When I recall what God has done for me, expectation rises within. When I meditate on God's true nature, not what religion expresses about him, but then when I meditate on his true nature, trust with expectation produces the joy and peace in believing which in itself becomes faith. Lamentations 3.24 The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, because of that, I have an expectation in Him. When the weakest part of you knows for sure that you belong to God, anything is possible. When your fluctuating uncertainty knows the truth that God never lies, then his righteousness creates faith in us. He can't lie. God cannot lie. I mean, my heart exults in his nature. He will never lie to me. He is the truth. Therefore, I can stand up and look my situation in the face and smile. God's nature must become our inner kingdom, our secret place in Him, with Him. If I belong to Him, then He belongs to me. He is my portion, which means inheritance. So vital that you see yourself in Him and you know the double portion of Christ in you. Christ is in you and you are in Christ. 
the truth that sets me free from condemnation, shame, guilt, and blame is this. Lamentations 3.22. The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never cease. Never cease. For his compassions never fail. That's a double hit on negativity. <laughs> All that God is in himself will not cease or fail us because of his presence in us and with us. So Jeremiah, he's, he wrote Lamentations, and he's thinking about God's mercy and the expectation it releases in his own life. So his heart exuberance allows him to draw on God's nature in this prophetic word. God cannot lie. His loving kindness will not cease and his compassion will not fail you. They are relentlessly new every morning because God's faithfulness really is so great. So that means that as God's child, we're learning to be exuberant. We're learning to overflow with praise, to abound in joy. Why? Because you have good reason. God is in you and he loves you. Joy will counteract any negativity in your life. That's why the Bible says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. It's not an option. It's a necessity. You're not doing it for God. You're doing it for yourself. <laughs> Rejoicing makes you feel good about who you are in him and who he is in you. So every day, we start fresh. Never carry over a negative thought from yesterday into today. Don't carry a negative emotion over from yesterday into today. Make your present day powerful. Start it in joy, end it in joy. And the in-between is where God will create the same vibrant expectation that exists in the three. This is where three plus me becomes real in our heart, mind, voice, and actions. We join with the fullness of who God always is in himself and in you. Philippians 2.13 says, God works in you to will and to do for his good pleasure. What does that mean? He likes hanging out with you. And he's working with you for his good pleasure because he likes it, because he loves it, because he loves you. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. 
Let's read also those two verses in the Passion Translation, because I like that. Philippians 2.13 God will continually revitalize you, implanting within you the passion to do what pleases Him. Ephesians 2.10 We have become His poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny He has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the Anointed One. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. That, (laughs) quite frankly, that is astonishing to me. Because it's a huge declaration of intent from God's heart to us. Read and study those two scriptures and think about the Creator at work in you today. Now I know, I know many of you have lived in a religious world that has not upgraded you from a servant to being the beloved of God. Some of you struggle with unworthiness, with old thoughts, habits, and guilt. (laughs) None of these are necessary because Jesus paid a price for that freedom. You have been free in God's heart from your first day of salvation. You're free now, at this very moment, in Jesus. In Brilliant TV, we treat you as free, just as the Creator does in Jesus. You are unlearning from legalism and joyfully learning about who you really are in Jesus. You know, religion and legalism, they're like being in prison. You feel confined, limited, helpless, and hopeless. Your state weighs in on your heart and mind. So that every day is dull, dreary, or monotonous. You exist without the joy of being fully alive. It's like you can see the sun, you can feel it, but you are confined by the walls that are built around you. The longer you live in that environment, the more you are conditioned by it. I have seen people released from a long prison sentence who find it so hard to adjust to the real world because they are institutionalized by their prolonged experience of confinement. It's the same with people coming out of legalism. They often feel guilty about being loved fully by the Father. Religion traps people into a life of performance so they can earn God's approval, acceptance, and be rewarded for good behavior. That's not how it works. Three plus me means 
that we become the architects of our growth, freedom, and presence with God, in God, by God. The world engages in behavior that earns a reward. The kingdom does the opposite. It gives you an identity with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit right from the very beginning. God gives everything as a gift that cannot, it cannot be earned. It can never be earned. And each gift is an important part of your identity in the three. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are all one. And in Christ, we are put into that same unity and oneness with them. Father loves us in the same way he loves Jesus, fully and unconditionally. This is the prayer of Jesus that still has the same truth and power today that was evident when he first prayed it in John 17, verses 21 to 23. I'm going to say it from the Passion Translation. This is Jesus. Father, I pray for them all to be joined together as one. Even as you and I, Father, are joined together as one. I pray for them to become one with us. So that the world will recognize that you sent me. For the very glory you have given to me, I have given them. So that they will be joined together as one. And experience the same unity that we enjoy. You live fully in me, and now I live fully in them, so that they will experience our perfect unity, and the world will be convinced that you have sent me, for they will see that you love each one of them with the same passionate love that you have loved me. Huh. Same passionate love that Father has for Jesus, he has for you. So Jesus, who, according to Hebrews 7.25, ever lives to make intercession for us, is no doubt praying that same prayer in John 17 for you today, tomorrow, next week, next month, constantly and continuously until you get it, until you come into it. So here is a crafted prayer that you can pray and enjoy with Jesus. You ready? Father, it is absolutely true that I am in you in the same way as Jesus. There is no doubt that I am an essential part of the oneness and unity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I am your beloved because you love me the same as you love your beloved Son. There is no shame 
or condemnation for any mistake I make as I am learning to grow up in all things in Christ. Thank you. The three are fully alive in me. And I thank you that I will constantly encounter their presence until I am fully living in their life as my normal experience. Thank you that every day begins with newness of life. I am so happy that you never carry over a deficit from one day to another. All things are new for me. And as I'm growing up in your love, my heart and my mind will become one with your presence. So I relax and rest in your delight in Jesus in me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit now at this time so that I may revel in your beautiful presence. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> I love that prayer. You should just enjoy praying it, not just once, but all through the day. Hey, thank you for listening today. I hope you were blessed. Please tune in again next week. And if anyone comes to mind that you think would be blessed, helped or inspired by this episode or our podcast in general, please send them a link to it. In fact, right now, why don't you just see if the Holy Spirit highlights anyone, brings anyone to mind. You know, word of mouth is the most powerful tool to share the things of God's kingdom. And I believe with all my heart that Graham's ministry and everything we're doing here in Brilliant has catalytic potential for people's spiritual growth, dynamic development, and breakthrough possibility to elevate God's children into a glorious place of life in Him, the kind of victory in Christ and fullness and abundance of life that He paid for us to walk in. We're continuously receiving testimonies of this very thing from our community. Bless someone else's life today and encourage them to check it out. Many blessings and great joy upon you as you take in the goodness and the glory of our God who never ceases to be magnificent and wondrous towards you, beloved. May he bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you as his beloved child. And may he be gracious to you all your days. May he ever turn his smiling face towards you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, have a great week in Jesus as you live under his smile. <laughs>